into the back half of the second week of training camp 2.0. The Vegas Golden Knights continuing to work out at City National Arena. The tea leaves pointing to more emphasis on scrimmaging in these final few sessions before the team departs Sunday for the Stanley Cup playoffs in the hub city of Edmonton. Hello, thanks for joining us on the VGK Daily Podcast. I'm Darren Millard with Golden Knights analyst Mike McKenna in the studio today. Dave Gosher, Dan Duba, and Storm Bonatoni have the live stream covered later on. Uh, two play-by-play announcers, so, so expect uh, a call of some sort during the training camp bulletin presented by Station Casinos. Watch on Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, and YouTube. But for this presentation, it's the podcast. And uh, Mike, a lot of options were considered for the return to play in Phase 3. Some players talked about a month of training camp. Can you imagine that? (laughs) Uh, Others were saying maybe a week. Uh, Pete DeBoer says this appears to be the right mix two weeks at home, and then one week in the Hub City. What I like about this is that it gives teams the opportunity to go through a couple weeks worth here, and if somebody gets a little banged up, they can come back. If you're only three, four days before you start dropping the puck, you run that risk of of losing players out of the lineup right away. So, you know, it gives guys back into game mode, but it also just gives a little bit of runway that they can take it easy getting into camp. And I don't mean on the ice. I mean just in terms of – trying to make sure that they're doing it the right way from timing and on top of their bodies just to, to make sure that they're not overdoing it right off the bat so they go into the games healthy. So are they tired of each other yet oh, or is that coming? For, oh, for sure. Absolutely. These guys are sick of one another facing off against each other. Like you live for the competition. You want to play against another team. You want to try to beat somebody that's not wearing the same jersey as you. So, uh, I'm sure they've seen enough of one another by this point. Uh, to me, a two-week camp was about the right time for this anyway to get moving. And, I mean, really, I would have gone a week. You know, it's just the old school in me, I guess, that uh, some of the old guys are always just thinking, let's just drop the puck. Enough of this. But, uh, but I think they've struck a nice balance with this. Well, in the case of that new-look third line, uh, any time on the ice is is bonus time right now. Alex Tuck is with Chandler Stevenson and Nick Cousins. Tuck is healthy out of the pause. Uh, he's battled injury this year. He feels great. He knows this is an awesome opportunity to really rescue a season personally uh, with a good playoff. And the coach agrees. Here is the winger followed by Pete DeBoer. Yeah, no, it's definitely a fresh start. Um, obviously, I found myself with uh, a little bit of the injury bug this year and um, obviously in and out of the lineup, I think I missed um, 30 games or so. And uh, it's something I just have to leave in the past. I mean, um, it, was a, it was a building year for me, understanding uh, what I need to do uh, more on a day-to-day basis, take care of myself. And obviously there's a couple of freak injuries, but uh, I just try to work that much harder. And uh, during the break, I wanted to come in as, uh, um, as good a physical shape as possible. Uh, I think I lost close to 10 pounds, and I'm feeling as good as I can ever be. You know, we have to be physical. We have to be fast because uh, that's what we try to bring to the uh, to each and every game is our speed. And um, I thought so far we've had a, uh, some really good uh, cohesion, and uh, those two guys are really easy to play with. Alex hasn't had the year he's he wanted statistically, uh, but I don't think he's changed his game that much. Uh, you know, some of it is situational. You're not playing in the top six most of the year where before he had been, um, you know, our third line with injuries and stuff was really a, a, a rotating group. So he never got, you know, uh, comfortable, but uh, with uh, Stevie and, and uh, Wah right now, 
Um, I think he has the potential to really make some noise here in the playoffs. You know, he's, he's a mismatch guy for us in the depth of our lineup. He's going to be hard for, for fifth and sixth defensemen to contain, and he has that ability. So for me, the message is uh, if you have a great playoff, no one remembers the regular season, and I think that's the approach he's taken. Going forward, I'm just worried about playoffs now. It doesn't matter what happened before, how many injuries I had, how many games I played, who I played with or anything like that. I'm just worried about winning now. Interesting here what the coach had to say uh, about Tuck, that he creates a, a good matchup problem for the opposition because he's a player that can play up in your lineup, but he's uh, on that third line. What have you liked about his game? Well, I like that he's got a lot of confidence to it right now, it looks like. That newly formed line hasn't been together. Nick Waugh, Chandler Stevenson, Alex Tuck. And, and, you know, Alex Tuck isn't a player who's going to do it all on himself, all all alone. You know, he needs to have people that can get him the puck and distribute it um, because he's got such a great shot and such a great presence with his body, even though he's down 10 pounds. uh, That surprised me. Like 10 pounds, that's a lot. It is, especially... I mean, over four months, you can make that happen. Um, but that's a real commitment, too. I mean, it shows how bad he wants this. But um, where does that help his game or impact his game? It'll be interesting to see. You know, it, it, sometimes as a player, you feel like you're just carrying weight and you're not mm-hmm. as quick. And sometimes it can be more mental than anything. It might give you that extra step. Um, and it could be in your head more than your body. But I, I think that's really where you'll see it. You know, watching him gallop down the wing is what we all want to see. Puck on his blade, driving the net, putting it under the bar. That's Alex Tuck, you know. That, and Chandler Stevenson, so fast and he can distribute. Nick Wall with great reach. The chemistry there is really good. And, of course, the, the added benefit of having Alex Tuck in your lineup is he can be a matchup problem going up and down. If he has to take some minutes on the second line, great. You can move him around wherever he needs to be, right side, left side, power play. There's a lot of versatility to what he does. I call him the potential line because they've they've all played that under that umbrella throughout a, their careers yeah. at different stages. Yeah, it's a great line for it. And, and really, it's, it's so much of the Golden Knights lineup. There's a lot of players who can do a lot of things. Nick Cousins is playing center right now on the fourth line, whereas he spent most of his career in the National League playing wing a lot of the time. Um, but he can do that. Chandler Stevenson can slide right into center if he needs to. And, and Pete DeBoer even highlighted that uh, in one of his media, media availabilities recently that he would expect Chandler Stevenson and Nick Waugh to both take faceoffs on that third line. That's a huge benefit. Righty and lefty, right? Exactly. You've got a right-hander who can take it on one side and the left on the other. They're always going to be on their strong backhand. That versatility is huge. A lot expected of Alex Tuck uh, coming back now that he's healthy in this return to play on the ice. But not many people know that there's some uh, added responsibility away from the face-off uh, circle and getting ready for uh, to receive that puck from Nick Waugh or Chandler Stevenson. And uh, he's taken on that responsibility of being the gaming concierge. He's ready for what life will be like in the bubble. And now as the club's best gamer, Mike, He's helping make sure that those with less experience in the video game system are properly equipped. I a few of us are talking about maybe starting a Twitch stream and stuff just to keep ourselves busy. But, uh, I mean, it's, you know what, the, the bubble is what it, it is, what it is. And um, a lot of guys have said it before, give me a bed, give me some food, and give me a hockey rink, and I'll be happy. And um, I do enjoy taking my video games on the road too occasionally, especially during playoffs. So uh, it'll be like any other playoffs we've been in, bringing our video games. But... 
Um, you know, we have a lot of guys going out and buying Xboxes and Playstations so they can play with the rest of the team. So it'll be, it'll be a lot of fun. There's some guys that I don't even know if they've ever played video games before too. So uh, they were asking me questions and stuff. So it was kind of funny, but uh, it's just another way to bond with the guys. I mean, if we're not able to see them in person, we're going to try to play video games together and stay in there's party chats and stuff like that. We'll probably have an entire team on the same party chat, which will be a little chaotic, but it'll be a lot of fun. And, um, but we're there for one reason and one reason only, and that's to win hockey. That is a responsibility he has really taken to heart here. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody's got to do yeah. it, you know? <laughs> and if you're going to be bunkered in with your buddies for this long, you got to rise everybody up to the occasion. <laughs> so if you're not a gamer, too bad. You're going to be a gamer now, but he's he's going to make sure everyone's got the setup they need, that they're prepared for it. Talking and, about the Twitch stream, everything. Uh, you got it, right? And like it makes me think of... Uh, when I played for the Lowell Devils years ago in the minors, we had guys who were all playing Mario Kart together online, and it was vicious. You know, we came into the room the next day, and and guys were just going off on each. You threw that red shell and on on you know Goomba Highway, and yeah. I, I could see it easily turning into this amongst the Golden Knights, and, and Tuck just kind of presiding over all of it. <laughs> the commissioner. He is. He is the commissioner. Gaming commissioner. Yeah. <laughs> so there's, there's just a little inside look uh, to what happens uh, away from the rink and what's going to take place uh, during the bubble. Hey, are you looking to put your company on the map right now? You could join the Henderson Silver Knights Silver Society on an exclusive group of founding sponsors for our new American Hockey League franchise and their future home, the Henderson Event Center. Space is limited to just 17 premier organizations. Visit hendersonsilvernights.com for more information. We'll be looking for a Max Pacioretty return to practice today, whether or not that happens. Uh, the veterans missed the last couple of skates, Mike. DeBoer confirmed this week that Matt Pacioretty is dealing with a minor injury. It's not COVID-related. Uh, DeBoer is optimistic that Max will be part of the practice group before the end of the week. You know, things like this, they always make you a little nervous, right? You want to see Max Pacioretty out there every single day. But we got to keep in mind, too, that he's an older player, a veteran player, that he knows when his body needs a little bit of work, right? Even these little minor things, if, if he recognizes that right away, the player is usually the person who's able to best say, hey, I think I need to take this day and do my maintenance with this off the ice. And he's going to get that leeway with the coaching staff. The training staff will know that right away, too. So there's some concern there, but all signs Sounds like it's like the, what Mark andre went through at the start of camp. Like right. he, Pete said, don't be worried. He'll, he'll yeah. see him. And they'd been on the ice for so long in Phase 2 that these shouldn't be concerning things that if they're going to be missing time. Um, you know, if something drags on to three, four, five days in a row, it's a different thing. Um, but, yeah, by, by all means, it indicates that, Max Petra to be back. He knows what he needs to do to be healthy, and, and all systems go for Phase 4. Injuries will impact who will play in Edmonton, but before that, the organization will have to make a couple of decisions on the 31 players that are going to make the trip. And Pete DeBoer says the organization has a few skates before that has to be finalized. Those are the final questions that uh, uh, – George and Kelly and I have to sit down and, and really talk about, you know, I, I don't think uh, it's complicated and it's not a secret. You know, we're either going to take 10 or 11 defensemen and we're either going to take one more or one less forward, depending on, on what that decision is. So, um, you know, we want to use all the time we can to make those decisions and we've still got to 
a couple more days of practice here before we leave to do that, a couple more scrimmages. So while we keep talking about training camp and going through the process and then going to Edmonton, there's a few guys on the bubble right now that have a couple of skates to make their case. Well, I think of the scrimmage the other day and Reed Duke crashing the net. <laughs> you know, we're two minutes in and here he goes taking the net off. And uh, there is that level of competition out there. You know, like no matter where you are in the Golden Knights organization, you want to put your best foot forward and you want to be part of this team because everybody that goes has a chance at playing. You look at the rosters of teams that win the Stanley Cup, they don't do it with 20 players. You know, it's 22, 24, 26. There's people in and out of the lineup. If you're five rounds for, added attrition? Yeah, if you're there that long and coming off a break, who knows? That's, yeah. that's the great unknown with us. So, I mean, you want to be on that roster first and foremost, um, but it's also a great opportunity anytime you're on the ice with NHL veterans for younger players to make an impression too. So if it's not even just for this period of time, it's always for down the road. You can always make an impression uh, and leave a good taste in somebody's mouth on your game. Can you believe it's Thursday? A week from today, the Golden Knights face Arizona in the club's exhibition game. I mean, it's, it's come up so wow. quick, isn't it? Like, yeah, it's happening, folks. I, it's like, man, it's, we went from zero to 60, and all of a sudden, I mean, I was driving today, and I, and I called a friend of mine to try to learn something, and just realized it's go time man this is going to be every day now you know for us preparing for the players doing the same it's awesome it is fabulous uh thanks mike make sure you take your parting gift to every guest or receive oh, something on the, on the way out so uh no peeking <laughs> you, you, you can't peek through the, the gift bags can uh, i show it tomorrow it. uh nope nope because okay. i don't want to make uh, like lawless jealous that you've got no, the better be terrible yeah, yeah i don't want that at all uh, thanks for listening and subscribing. Uh, you, the listener, we at VGK Daily cannot wait to take this show into Phase 4 and the Stanley Cup Tournament. Uh, game previews, recaps are coming. We're a week away from a game. Until then, a couple more days of camp. Check back in with us for the very latest every morning. VGK Daily, the podcast.